I do like. I think this is now my favorite intro song. <laughs> I know it's right up there with Karen uh, for seniors. I know I have a soft spot for that one. What can I tell you? It is 18 minutes before the hour here on the Drive at Large Radio Show. We're pleased to be on the air still with Jim Gadet, our public safety this week guy. Jim is retired New Hampshire law enforcement. And he comes to us virtually every Tuesday morning at this time to give us what's going on in the world of public safety. We hijacked him in the last segment, so we're going to let him talk on this one. Brought to us this morning by Paul Martineau. He's running for Alderman and Manchester Ward 2. And folks, if you're a taxpayer, this is a record you probably want to pay attention to. 15 years he's served as the elected welfare commissioner in the Queen City. And in that time, he's actually reduced in total dollars spent his budget by more than half a million bucks. He eliminated two positions in the department, saving hundreds of thousands of dollars in salary and benefits over the year. And the staff under his leadership has returned over two and a half million dollars in savings of your hard-earned tax dollars back to the city treasury. He says, if elected alderman in Ward 2, Paul Martineau will continue to work for efficiencies in government as well as work on the opioid crisis, neighborhood safety, education, property taxes, infrastructure, and economic development. Learn more about Paul's ta- uh, record on taxes and spending by calling him at 493-1652. That's 493-1652. Or ask him about how he plans to reduce your taxes and spending as an alderman. We interviewed him Monday. A couple segments got into a lot of detail. Uh, anyway, at, uh, should have asked him about the two middle initials, though. I was curious about that. Yeah, to the, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I have a son with two <laughs> middle initials, and that's a story on his own. Paul R R Martino. That's right. Uh, P Martino sixty five at yahoo dot com. That's P Martino sixty five at yahoo dot com. Good morning, Jim. Hey, Rich. So you're hoping to discuss the Claremont lynching investigation. We'll see what the host wants. Yeah, the cool. host wants what you want. Oh, I'm that really? Kind of okay. Host. Oh, benevolent, you know, benevolent dictator. <laughs> no, you know, it was it was not funny, obviously. And I, I used uh, no, term, I'm unfamiliar with yeah. the story. So. so apparently, in August, on the 28th of August, a, a young eight year old biracial boy was uh, alleged to have been uh, had a rope wrapped around his neck and basically tied to a tree and pushed off a picnic table. Really? By uh, some older teenage ute well, that's, out in the Claremont area. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's problematic. Well, uh, that, no, that's, that's <laughs> it's horrible. A yeah, it is. It's horrible. Now, do, do we know that it was done because of the color of his skin, or is it just these, these uh, uh, teenage mutant ninja kids uh, being well, we don't, awful? We no don't really what. know, except for hearing at least one side of the story through the victim's parents. The, the kid was transported to the hospital, brought up to Dartmouth. You know, there's, there's pictures out there in the media. I mean, is he Okay. He's okay, you know, physically now. Yeah, He'll well, survive. Yeah. I mean, the trauma uh, of it all, I'm sure it's going to be yeah. with him for a while. How and, awful. And and how I kind of came to this is I have some, you know, some some family up in that area, and, and one of my cousins was saying, hey, you know, this is awful, and people are piling on, and the police department's doing nothing, and this and that. And I was, whoa, 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 wait a minute, time out. Talking about an eight-year-old victim and teenage kids who have alleged to have committed crimes. Right. So in, not a problem. Right there, there are a lot of factors. Well, there's a lot of factors right there, but we have what's called juvenile confidentiality in this state, which whether you agree with it or not is the, the law, law of the land. Of the land. And yeah. I don't agree with it. I think juvenile confidentiality laws in this state are horrible, and they make no sense. Well, explain to us what those are and, and Well, basically, you can't, you can't really publish anything about a juvenile committing a crime, uh, you know, probably 90% of the time. Ah. However, you know, you can, under certain circumstances, publish some information 
if they've committed a violent crime, and violent crime is defi- is defined under juvenile law. So basically, you know, murders, attempted murders, first degree assault. Right, but don't they first have to be uh, determined to be adjudicated? Tried as a, adjudicated yeah, have, as, yeah. a, as a see that was a problem we ran into uh, with the West High School thing. Is was it until the crime was committed? Well, once he's certified as an adult, he's, then he's. Right to stand trial as an adult, then right. he's treated as an adult. He's no longer right. protected by the but juvenile they have justice to be, they system. Have to be, they have to be certified. They have to either first. be adjudicated or, in you know, in layman's terms, found guilty. Yeah. But we have special words because you know yeah. for the juveniles. Yeah. Um, and or certified to stand trial as an adult. So you have all of those things going on, mm-hmm. and. There are very rare exceptions. The commission of a violent crime is one. It's set forth under statute. But the the most the thing that that you know shows proof to how ridiculous it is, is that you can publish the name of a juvenile who's committed acts of vandalism. So, you know, a kid goes out and spray paints your garage or tags a building, and apparently you can publish that information. Uh, yeah, apparently that's okay, but, but a kid goes and hangs somebody. Right, yeah, hangs, you know, you know, allegedly hangs a kid. Can't and do push that. It. Yeah, can't do that. Oh, okay. um, so it, it's, it's absolutely ludicrous, and, and I understand the rationale behind it originally. You know, kids... You know, do stupid things as adult, as, as juveniles shouldn't be hung around them like a scarlet letter for the rest of their life. Well, how's and, that working for us? Right. You know, but I, I still come, you know, from that old school where a little bit of public shame, if they're, if they're capable Absolutely. of feeling some shame yeah. in their parents, uh, <laughs> you know, a little bit of public shame should go a long way as a part of their rehabilitation. But, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's funny because uh, James Patrick Riley, when he does the history segment on Fridays, uh, often has stories about uh, people getting thrown in stocks. Yeah. <laughs> public shaming and, uh, you know, how crime and punishment were uh, addressed. Back right. In and the you day. didn't have a lot of it back in those days. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, you know, it, the other point about that is, and, and again, it, it what is out there publicly seems to think that this was exactly what it was. These kids, you know, trying to scare the heck out of a kid who was biracial, you know, some racist overtones possibly, but people are losing their minds out in the valley. Okay. So I was looking at some of the, uh, you know, so again, you know, you got a problem with, you know, the police department is obviously conducting an investigation. The county attorneys come out and said, we're conducting an investigation. Well, it, you know, it's being conducted and juvenile inform- chiefs, right? Juvenile information is confidential by law. They can't really release anything. You know, you're just going to have to trust that they're doing the investigation. But you have some people, you know, there's there's some, you know, I, I don't know where she comes from, what rock she comes out from underneath, but it's called, you know, there was a, the New Hampshire police refused to release information. Well, yeah, that's true because they're following the law. But her, the first line of her article says, welcome to Donald Trump's America. Oh, so, you know, so I was right going to. You know, I was on the verge of saying, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, it's, yeah. it, 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 this is obviously Donald, this is Trump's, Donald fault. Trump's fault that these, you know, teenage kids out in Claremont, New Hampshire, thought it would be a good idea." You know, and, and now, you know, fast forward, Rich, back to the '90s. I investigated a cross burning mm. in the, you know, in the sleepy town of Litchfield. You know, wasn't yeah. wasn't exactly their stellar moment. And Donald Trump wasn't even a blip on the radar, so I'm sure that was his fault as well. <laughs> you know. Well, back then he was, you know, he was, yeah, he was a, considered a liberal Democrat. Right. So, you know. Exactly. You know, so, you know, that's just kind of a stupid comment. But, you know, the county attorney has said, you know, he basically says all court matters are, are confidential. People, you know, like I said, people are, they're, you know, ignorance, their unfamiliarity with the law is basically causing them to make stupid statements, which you see a lot. You know, they're shooting first and then trying to figure out the facts later. Um, you know, let it run its course. 
you know, I'm sure that there's, you know, going, there is an investigation and we'll see what, what happens. And, you know, maybe the judge, you know, will look at that and balance the confidentiality rights of these kids. Maybe they'll certify these kids as an adult. I think you can make the argument that that's, you know, certainly a, uh, a felony assault, you know, versus, you know, a regular simple or unprivileged physical contact. So, you know, they're just not going to be a judged delinquent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a hideous thing, and I can see where people are upset, and it's the lack of information. You don't like the laws? Go talk to your legislature and have them change the law. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, there are a lot of areas where I think uh, people have undeserved uh, protection of the law, whether it's juveniles, whether it's public employees, yeah. frankly. <laughs> city city aldermen? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, are you going to take your case to the uh, well, I'm gonna wait for I'm going to wait for them to finally say, oh, we're really doing nothing about it. Uh, which I'm sure they're not going to have a decision till after the elections. I think they said that it. at the last meeting. Well, then why wait? Oh, right. You know, I mean, and then then make the attorney general say because they've made it very clear that there is no penalty under the charter. Right. That seems to be, you know. And I got a letter from Chuck Douglas, mm-hmm. you know, former Supreme Court judge, you know, and now a lawyer. And he he sent me Dover's charter and said basically, yeah, Dover has a provision very specifically in it. Well, the question Manchester becomes, does, does Manchester City Charter need a provision if state law has one? Well, I don't know. I guess that that remains to be seen, too. So, you know, they can't have it both ways. Right. It either has a mechanism or punishment or a penalty mechanism or it doesn't. What I seem to be hearing from all these people is, oh, there's no mechanism. Okay, fine. Then we're going to go to RSA 49C31 and say, well, state statute says it's a misdemeanor if there's no penalty in your charter. So we'll have someone outside the city of Manchester investigate that because Manchester police, while they're capable of doing it, shouldn't have to be going after Alderman. It's just, you know, I, I don't trust any of these people not Awkward. to be a little bit, you know, vindictive mm-hmm. um, at all about it and make the attorney general cut up and say, geez, I don't think that's what the statute meant. Just like these people are saying, well, I don't think that's what the conflict of interest yeah, says. I know. Yeah, I know. The, the clear language of the charter notwithstanding... We don't think it means that. Well, clear language of the statute under 49C says the same thing. It says if there's no provision for, for penalty or punishment, then it's a misdemeanor and it's punishable by no more than $500 fine, no more than 90 days in jail. So it's a special misdemeanor. Now, Jim, you are you know obviously just one of those political hacks that are using this issue to attack uh, people who are unfairly being charged with violating the charter. Mm. I'm, I'm sure you saw Ludwig's rant. Um, yeah, well, you know, again— he can argue all. I'm he surprised wants. they haven't said in their outlaw voice that I put you up to it because you know you are associated with the you know charter member of evilconservative.com no, no, on that not yeah. listened to horrible you know very bad radio show. And I actually came to this all by myself. I was pretty <laughs> pissed off the first time they did it. I and was I pretty said, surprised you know, when I saw it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know the second time around, shame, fool me one, shame on you. Fool, fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah, yeah, no more. There you go. You know. So I uh, I made it official yesterday. I went down to City Hall and I filed my completed application for the police officer's exam, which will be this Saturday uh, up at the, uh, was it New Hampshire Standards and Training? Yeah, Police Standards where, and Training Where, where the heck is that anyway? So it's on the tech, on the grounds where the tech is. Um, okay. So you get off 393, exit one, go down, go past the soccer fields and the, the softball fields and go on to the campus. It's almost across from... Uh, I think the building is called the Sweeney Building. I'll, I'll use I'll use my GPS and try not to violate the hands. Yeah, I want to say, off. geez, let's see, seventeen. I'm, I'm thinking back all the correspondence we used to get. Seventeen mm-hmm. Fan Road, I think, is her 
Is there a dress that used gotcha. to be? So, um, you know, I've, I've checked the- Can phys- I come down and heckle? Sure. <laughs> while you're sure. Doing, you can help doing, me. You can help me do my sit-ups. <laughs> yeah. While you're doing push-ups and sit-ups, can I come down and heckle? Well, I've, take, uh, I've like taken a, a look instructor? at the standards. I, I, I got to tell you something. I'd be, I'd be pretty embarrassed if I couldn't meet the standards for the 20 to 29-year-olds, never mind the 40 to 49-year-olds, you know? They don't seem- I'm actually surprised by that. They don't seem to be terribly physically challenging, uh, the, you know, the, the, the physical well, you know, fitness standards. The number may not seem to surprise you, but it's kind of like everything else. You know, it's like the difference between an Air Force push-up and a, you know, a Marine Corps push-up. <laughs> you know, you may be thinking that you're counting out one, two, three, but they're not really good push-ups or sit-ups, and they're <laughs> going to tell you no, and you can hear one, 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 two, you know, because you got to do it well. So, yeah. I mean, they're not horribly challenging, but, you know, I, you know they, there, was, there were no uh, ongoing fitness requirements should there be in new hampshire yeah i think there should be yeah i mean because you know it it, for for many years it kind of pains me from time to time to see the physical condition of some of our of our police officers i'm just talking about here in the city i'm just saying in general it always it always sort of it always sort of struck me that there was no ongoing for the firemen either ongoing physical fitness standards although i think the fire guys I think once a year have got to meet certain physical benchmarks or they, you know, they're off. Yeah, I'm not sure about fire. Uh, New Hampshire adopted them before I had retired, uh, but people who were already in the system were grandfathered and things like that but oh, going yeah, forward, yeah. like every three years. But you have, you know, like uh, Massachusetts has the heart bill uh, for police and fire. You guys, you know, those guys don't want to get caught smoking, off, you know, off duty or on duty. I mean, it jeopardizes their, you know, their, their coverage and their ability. I mean, yeah. because they've. You know, they figured it out. You know, it's a, it's a little bit of a stressful job. You need to take care of yourself. You know, and if you're carrying fifty extra, you know, biscuits around your belly, and you chase some young kid, you know, and all of a sudden you're, you know, you're clutching your chest, and it's a problem. Yeah. So yeah, you need to. You know, it's a very stressful job, and they've they found that actuarially. So yeah, I, I think they should have you know fitness standards, and those are the standards you're going to take it to test are only the entry level standards mm-hmm. as you go through the police academy. They graduate and they continue to go up every week and oh, oh yeah so, so you you, you, that's entry level then there's the you know at the end of the academy you know you're going to be you know you'll go back and teach Mike Bistany's class <laughs> probably not but no. anyway so uh, and in ter- what kind of questions do they ask me what is on a police officer's exam am I going to have to you know bring the uh, Encyclopedia Britannica ah probably not I mean a lot of them are. You know, there's going to be some uh, probably like common law questions, you know, that most people would understand and, and some scenarios. Well, I guess what some, are they testing for? I mean, they, you have to take a test before you can be considered a police officer. All right, what are you going to ask Well, me? we'd like to think you can, you know, construct a logical thought in a sentence and, you know, and then they have oral boards and assessment <laughs> centers. Well, if, it, if so. it's constructing a sentence, then clearly, yeah. uh, clearly they have some work to do because they're not reading, they're not reading the press releases I get from well, most police departments. <laughs> yeah, and again, I mean, that's... It's a sentence and it's constructed, but man, it's funny. Yeah, I mean... It's it's a lot of it's common sense and a lot of it's some of it's critical thinking, if you will. Yeah. Um, you know, and then when you get into these, oh wait a minute, I, how am I going to pass a critical thinking exam? I was not subjected to the the Common Core standards. Well, you know that could be. I mean, who, uh, who knows? Maybe that's why they're having a recruitment problem these days. You know, the test is not a horrible test. I mean, it's been years since I've had to take one, and 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 testing other words, and training is. I should hang my head in shame if I don't pass. Yeah, you should. I mean, <laughs> there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to pass the written test. You know, the minimum standards for the PT tests. I mean, you know, when you get to be my age, then you know you could probably walk through the run and 
still make it in time, you know, or just kind of <laughs> trot or limp through it. So all it's things being difficult. equal, couple hours, two, couple two three hours. Yeah, I, I don't know how long they're letting people sit for the test. You know what the what the exam time is. So I mean, it could be an hour and a half for the test to administer the go. written test, and I would imagine. You have to pass the written test. They'll grade it, and then they'll invite you to participate in the. You know, because again, they're not going to. Yeah, they're going to have the oral, the oral, uh, the interviews if you pass right. the exam. If you pass the exam. Well, all I know is, hey, listen, all I want to get out of it is the utility belt. <laughs> Chip Cadet, as always, the pleasure is ours. We're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. We'll be back with the news. Stay with us.